from the Ohio News Network. This is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. There are power outages from downed trees and power lines across dozens of counties in Ohio after storms swept across the state overnight. One that was hit hard, Coshocton County. ONN's Clay Gordon reports. The director of Coshocton County's Emergency Management Agency is Rob McMasters. When you come upon a down tree, you might have to take a different route. Uh, you know, the crews are working very, very hard to, to clear all of the roadways. Some of our roadways do remain closed at, even at this hour uh, due to large trees across multiple lanes of, of some of our roads. I'm Clay Gordon. The Ohio Department of Health is investigating a probable case of monkeypox. Department Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff made the announcement yesterday. The Ohio Department of Health has identified a probable case of monkeypox infection in an adult male residing in Ohio based on preliminary testing at the Ohio Department of Health's laboratory. Vanderhoff also said that the risk to the general public is relatively low. What I want to emphasize strongly at the outset is that monkeypox does not spread easily between people. And so the risk to Ohioans generally is very low. Monkeypox is usually mild. It can be fatal in rare cases. Governor Mike DeWine signed a bill yesterday that reduces the number of hours teachers and other school staff need to carry a gun in school from more than 700 to 24 hours. His Democratic opponent for the November election, former Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley, reacted. Think about this. Teachers will need 180 hours to renew their teaching license so they can teach your kids but only up to 24 hours of training to carry a gun around them. DeWine says school districts can decide on their own whether they want to allow staff to be armed. Concern is continuing to build in Cleveland over the Browns' new quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who's accused of sexual misconduct by two dozen women in Texas. ONN's Jim Donovan in Cleveland explains. KPRC Television, the first to report that Tony Busby, the attorney for the women in the Watson case, is preparing to file two more civil lawsuits against Watson. And that will bring the number to 26, which is staggering. As the number of cases continues to rise, doubt has to be setting in about how much will Watson play this year for the Browns. Will he play this year for the Browns? The NFL sits in judgment, at least on the football side. And the Browns need an answer on Watson ASAP. I'm Jim Donovan. More infant formula is making its way toward the U.S. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has details. The FDA and Abbott are working together to ship thousands of cans of baby formula in from Spain. The shipment will include products for premature babies and babies with sensitive stomachs. Another change here in Ohio, families who use WIC now qualify for an expanded list of formula products. I'm Andrew Kinsey. There's a warning about a popular rocking seat for babies and toddlers that is linked to at least 13 deaths. The deaths occurred between 2009 and 2021 with infant-to-toddler and newborn-to-toddler rockers manufactured by Fisher-Price. No recall has been issued, but the Consumer Product Safety Commission urges parents to especially avoid leaving children unrestrained, unsupervised, or with bedding material in an inclined place due to the risk of suffocation. U.S. News and World Report is out with an annual ranking of children's hospitals, and Ohio's fared well. Cincinnati Children's Hospital is number three. Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus is number nine. 
The magazine's managing director, Ben Harder, said Ohio has a lot to be proud of with these rankings. Nationwide is is one of the hospitals in that category where uh, it excels in everything we evaluate. Um, they're ranked in all 10 specialties. And by ranked, I mean that they're among the top 50 children's hospitals in the country. So, you know, some states don't have a single ranked hospital. Um, others, uh, including Ohio, have several. The remains of an Ohio soldier killed while fighting in France during World War II have now been positively identified. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Private Sanford Bowen of Ashland was part of the 45th Infantry Division. In 1945, the unit was attempting to secure terrain in France when they were surrounded by German forces. Only two men from his company made it through German lines and the rest were captured or killed. Bowen's body could not be immediately recovered due to the heavy fighting. Bowen was 25 when he died. I'm Tracy Townsend. Financial experts say we're facing another coin shortage. ONN's Kaylee Kirby has more. As people return to their normal lives, some of the effects from the pandemic are carrying over. Audra Johnson from the Ohio Bankers League says people are sticking with some of the changes that made life more convenient. People are buying their groceries online that never did before. And those trends that happened during the pandemic have kind of stuck around. And because of that, there's an imbalance of where coins are. She says the money is out there. It's just not being circulated as more people opt for contactless or cards as payments. Reporting in Toledo, Kaylee Kirby. Work continues toward preparing Ohio for sports gambling. Tomorrow, the state will begin accepting applications from casinos, bars, or app companies interested in getting involved in Ohio's expansion into sports gambling, which is expected to eventually grow into a $3 billion industry. The Ohio Casino Control Commission announced January 1st, 2023 will be the universal start date for sports gambling in the Buckeye State. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.